0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, baby, back with episode two of Dre and Jay Fantasy Football Podcast. Dre, how are we feeling, baby? Oh, I'm ready for football to start. We are very close. I was watching a little college football. I know I started with fantasy football. Now I'm going to college football, but it just feels good to hear whistles, to see flags, people running around fields, bro. Preseason. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, it.
1: A, I mean, Week Zero didn't have great games for college football, but like you said, it's better than NFL preseason. Anything. And it's okay. just,
0: gosh, football is just freaking amazing. Just eating it up. Eating it up. Um, so, tonight's docket is top 40 wide receivers, right? So, what we're going to do is a little bit different than last week. Last week, we went one through 40. Today, we're going to make you guys earn number one. You got to stay till the end for number one, okay? So we're going to go 40 through one. Dre's got some honorable mentions at the end that are going to be, what would you call them, Dre? Would you? you mean, like, deep sleepers? I mean, they're maybe not that deep. Yeah. What would you call them?
1: Yeah, I think deep sleepers are people that you should definitely have if you have, like, a 14-person team. Damn. Um, like, deep leagues. Um, yeah. So I got deep sleepers, and I'll mention those, and I also have honorable mentions, and these are people that are literally right outside the top 40. Like once you get to like 35 to 45, I feel like
0: it's interchangeable. So this is what that is. Cool. So I'm going to, I'm going to put a small preface here on this. And you're going to hear me probably say this a lot in a full, so Dre and I are in a full PPR league. Um, we only have, we have 10 players in our league. So when I'm drafting and I'm going, even like listening back to like my, some of my takes on running backs and it's kind of similar for wide receivers, a little bit different, though. I am a huge – I draft slot. I love slot receivers, big PPR players. So you're going to hear me probably say that quite a bit. Um, but so do you, want, do you want me to start at 40 or you want to start at 40, Dre? Um, You can start at 40. Okay. So my number 40 is Alan Lazard. I think last year he did well with Aaron Rodgers. You can tell he obviously wants to be there. I know that he's maybe number 2 or 3 option in New York now. But I mean, I mean it's just an old old friend new school for me, right? Like it's just I think that connection's going to be there. Garrett Wilson's obviously there, but I don't know, man. I think there's something about chemistry over longevity that they're going to have, right?
1: Yeah, I think no. Lazard is definitely, like, a a low floor, but, like, a medium floor, but, like, a, a lower ceiling. Like, you're not expecting Alan Lazard to be a top 10 wide receiver, but, like, if no. you need plug-and-play for a week while someone's on a bye, like, he, is, he could be a solid option. So yeah. yeah, I think with these later picks, it's either people who have the chance to go off this year, or it's people who are going to be steady eddies and just get you the 10 to 15 points you need to survive a week.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, so another thing that we added this week is we're actually comparing where we rank players.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so with Lazard, I actually don't have him in my top 40. But like I said, once you get to like 35, it's pretty interchangeable. Um, there's a lot of safe options that could definitely make it. So, yeah, with that being said, my number 40 is Jacoby Myers. So – Similar to Lazard, kind of like a very safe pick, I think. I feel like he's a, a boring player, some would say, because he's not like flashy or anything. But he put up some solid numbers last year. Yeah. Um, and I don't think – I think he's on the Raiders, right? Yeah. I don't think they're going to be very good, obviously. Um, and so I just think that he is going to get a lot of looks. Like last year, he was averaging in the games he played around like six-plus looks a game. With so, terms. yeah, target. So he's someone who could get you, like, 10 points. So he's just kind of a safe pick. His um, thing
0: is always, like, he can never score a touchdown.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was on the Patriots forever, right? And he's right. just, like, a dude when you watch a Patriots game, he is making every single catch somehow. And you're like, what yeah. is it?" Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, so that's 40 for us. Um, uh, I'll go 39. So I got Gabe Davis. So yeah. this is someone that I liked a lot last year. He is just has huge play potential. Last year he was hurt a lot of the year and he played through an injury, um, yeah. that hurt him. But like the the Bills throw the ball, and he has the chance to go off for like a ninety yard catch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He. I don't have him on my list. He just feels so boomer bust to me, and I. I mean. I think that you had him last year, and I remember telling you, like, I don't know, he just he just scares me. But then again, like, there's games he has, like, three touchdowns, and you're just like, yeah, I put him in a flex, and you win that week, win that week, you know? Yeah, last
1: year he was definitely inconsistent. It was, like, four points or, like, 30, which is great. Those 30-point weeks, but those four-point weeks suck. So, yeah, yeah I yeah. think it's going to be more consistent. I think the Bills have to do something different. I think they're going to try and – maybe involve Gabe Davis a little bit more in the offense rather than just sending him on deep routes every play. But I guess we'll
0: see. Yeah. Um, So my 39, I have Deontay Johnson. I think the, why he's so low is for me, it's just obviously Pickens is there. Um, And then is Pickett going to have the year that like everybody is expecting? Like, that offense could be so good. Like, there's a, I feel like Pittsburgh has a ton of potential, right? But it's just one of those things. It's like, can they turn that leaf? Can Najee Harris step up? Can Pickett be the guy? And then can he get these two wide receivers going? Um, yes. I think Deontay Johnson just knows that offense so well. And, and I would definitely take a flyer on him because, I mean, even last year, I mean, he was going in our keeper league where we start, <clears throat> excuse, excuse me, in pretty much round four. He was going maybe round five, I would say. So yeah. I mean, he was a he was a top pick, um, but I'm pretty sure you have him earlier in yours, right?
1: Yeah. Well, this is it's interesting when I was going through and like move, like seeing where you had ones and then seeing where I had players. Like there were some that we had pretty different. This is one yeah. of our bigger differences. Um, really? So I'll touch on I'll touch on him a bit when we go lower and then explain.
0: Yeah. So then, my 38 um, is Jahan Dotson. So, the big thing about him, and like, I'm kind of just like, why not take a flyer on him? Is in the last, I think it's the last five games, he out targeted Terry McLaren and McLaurin, or however you say his last name. Um, obviously, the quarterback situation is has changed, and relationships could be stronger um, with this other quarterback and McLaren and stuff like that. But I don't know. People, are, people seem to be really up on this kid. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I might take a flyer on him just to see what Sam Howell is, see what he's got, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is one that we had both ranks 38. So, ready for the fines. Um, I like Jahan Dotson even more now because it looks like Terry has a toe injury. Um, and toe injuries just seem to kind of linger a bit, and so I think that if McLaurin has to miss extended time or he's kind of off because his toe is bothering him, I could see Jahan Dotson kind of being the new number one in that offense. Yeah, and it's Kansas City's offense. Biondi is is in Washington now. Right. So I think that he's going to be open. He's he was a first round pick last year for a reason. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm like this is one of my Ones that are lower at 38, but like I kind of like him more. Um, yeah, and if I can get him later on, I might snag him, but I just you kind of have to keep an eye on what's going on with Terry McLaurin, right? Because um, of right now, it says questionable for week one, so who knows?
0: Yeah,
1: um, okay, 37. I have Zay Flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's probably my favorite receiver on the Ravens this year because of his his yards after catch, he is quick. I I don't know who it was it the – I was watching some preseason game. Was it the Cardinals? No. He got a screen pass, and he just, like, destroyed everybody and just scored. And, like, that is nice for PPR if he's catching those short passes all the time, if he can actually get yards after them too. Right. Like, Uh that's why I got him up there because – I don't know if I trust OBJ. I don't know how his health is, and then Rashad Bateman, I don't know. So I think the only one that would really take his targets away would be Mark Andrews, and that he'd get all the quick stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I don't have Zay on there. I was, um, yeah. I mean, he's he's gonna have a good year. I was like coin flip when the Chargers were picking in the draft because I I wanted either Zay J- Zay Flowers or quinn johnston but um yeah he should be he should be solid um so i'm at 37 so i have jackson smith for seattle i'm i think he's gonna end up taking a little bit of tyler lockett's shares here yeah i think i I think gino smith must be the guy Like, I don't, I mean, he had, like, the league had a full year to try and figure this dude out, and all of a sudden, he's just, like, slinging the rock around. So, um, I don't know. He's just, he's crazy explosive. Like, they drafted him where he should have been drafted. And, I mean, I think he's going to be one of those guys that is going to get the ball. Like, DK is going to be the guy that takes the top off and is going to get those 50 50 balls. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ted Lockett is great, and I have him a little in a few more spots, but, I don't know, like fresh legs, just wanting to prove himself. Like, why not take a take a late round pick on him and just see if he's going to turn out to be like another franchise player alongside DK Metcalf? You know.
1: Yeah, I uh, I like Jackson Smith and Jigba, aka JSN. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Sick nickname. Um, gotta keep it clean. Almost dropped an F bomb. So. <laughs> Um, I like Jackson Smith and Jigbo a lot. I just – the only thing I think about with him is the Rose Bowl a few years ago against Utah, he went absolutely nuts and had, like, 300 receiving yards or something crazy like that. Right. So he's it's got all the talent in the world. Yeah. My, my question with Jackson Smith and Jigbo is I'm just not sold on Geno Smith still. Really? I yeah. just have to see. I think there have been players that had one-hit seasons who just got hot and rode the wave. So, I think, like, we'll obviously see this year if he's legit. Um, But he's also hurt. He just had wrist surgery. So, that's the main reason I didn't have him in my top 40. Yeah. He's going to miss some time. But if he goes on the IR or the PUP list or anything like that, and your league has an IR slot, like, he could be a college stash. Because when he comes back, I agree with you. I think he's just going to get open. Um, And they're going to sling the rock. So, I like that pick. I just don't have him at top 40.
0: The thing I think that helps him, like, if he is able to go early in the season is, and I'll, I know we have Cardinals listeners and things like that, but it's like, that that division, it, it's it's probably the weakest it's been in a long time right yeah. now. I you think know, the, like, the
1: only good secondaries are the Niners and the Seahawks, so right, the Seahawks are going to play the Cardinals secondary, who has a bunch of unproven corners, and the ram secondary who is apparently terrible. Like, yeah. Th- four times, right? So right. that's a lot of games.
0: So, yeah, who knows. And I mean, and it's what's nice for him is that he's not the only weapon there. Like you have literally DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Like those dudes are studs. And yeah. you get to be a wide receiver 3 as a rookie, like yeah. Um, You're going to get the
1: third worst coverage corner on you. So Right.
0: Yeah. Um, so my, my 36 is Adam Thielen. I don't know what this, what it is. I just love Adam Thielen for some reason. I've I've always wanted to try and draft him. Shout out to the wide
1: receivers, bro. Gang
0: gang, you know, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't know. Like why not? I just keep, I I feel like this like lower tier of dudes from like, I don't know, like what 40 to 34. I'm just kind of like, like taking, like, I feel like Thielen. You can throw
1: all these dudes in a bucket. Like, going right. down to, like, 50, shake it up and pull it out and be, like, okay. And you could justify yeah. drafting those people. Yeah, like They have a high ceiling or a, a low floor. So, like, I mean, a high like, floor.
0: People, yeah. Like, people in, like, players in Carolina, they're going to have to score touchdowns at some point. Yeah. So, you have Miles Sanders there, and then Adam Thielen, and then Terrence Marshall? Yeah, like, is Adam that...
1: Thielen's the only veteran receiver there. So, right, he's definitely going to be, like, the safety option for Bryce Young. Because that team... I don't think they're going to be very good. So, who knows? But I
0: yeah. I, I think Dylan's
1: a boring pick, but I think he's a solid pick.
0: for 30. Right. Right. Like, he'll, pro- he, he'll probably get you between 10 and 14 points every week. Yeah, just what, you, of- what you need
1: on your, your actual starters bye week, right?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So, 36. I have Brandon Cooks. I just think that the Cowboys are going to be slinging the rock. And I've had Brandon Cooks a lot in the past – He's been on a lot of bad teams, and he still gets his. Yes. Um, so he like he has, has had multiple thousand yard seasons, including Houston. Last year was rough, but I think that he's still solid. I think that he's not going to be the main person the defense is looking at. So that's who my 36 is. I think he could be a solid wide receiver too for like a late pickup.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, 35. I have Sky Moore. The main nice. reason is. We know that Kansas City's offense is amazing. They have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Who is going to step up after that receiver-wise? So I think that they drafted Sky Moore in the first round last year, and they believe in him, and he's going to play slot. Juju isn't there. McCole Hardman isn't there. Um, So I think Sky Moore could be, like, a solid PPR option.
0: Yeah. The only thing that makes me nervous about him is that sometimes they put him out to catch – punts and I've seen him muff punts and I feel like that is like the number like anytime you fumble in a position that is like a special teams opportunity teams are just like dude get out of here but that also is like my AFC West bias coming through there it is so Um, yeah
1: but with Sky Moore too he was saying that like they asked him what is the difference this year and he's like he doesn't have to think about everything like he knows what he has to do that's true and just play football now yeah, so, like he knows the
0: system and everything. Exactly. That's a, it's, So we'll I see like what that.
1: happens, but I had just picked – basically I picked a Kansas City receiver and just threw him in that spot.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. I totally get that. Um, so my 35, I have Michael Pittman. He's – I mean, just overall, obviously JT is there, but he is the best wide receiver option <clears far throat> on in that offense. Um, he should be where, you know, they're looking. I think who's their wide receiver too? Like Alex, Alex. Alex Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was kind of unproven last year. But I think Michael Pittman, I mean, he was going in drafts really high last year. Um, Yeah. I think he's just, I mean, we even had, I don't even know, he might have been kept last year in our He He was. Yeah. Yeah, Danny, I think Danny kept it.
1: There was a fantasy football thing that we listened to who loved Michael Pittman. And so we were like, all right, I also love Michael Pittman. And he got Danny because he, Ruined by Matt Ryan.
0: Yeah. Unfortunate. But I mean, I still think he's going to be a great option. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, I kind of feel like he, he's like one of the only guys there that's going to just like be a ball hawk. But, and then so 34, I have Tyler Lockett, um, just a few spots below Jackson. Um, yeah, he's a slot guy. I mean, he's, he's a safe player to get points. He doesn't like to get tackled. That's the only thing that I don't love about him is that he intentionally does try to go down um, instead of taking big hits and things like that. But, you know, he's worried about longevity in the, in the league. But, I mean, he's, you know, we kind of already touched on him. He should be a great player this year, especially with the division that they're in and, and thus far. So
1: Yeah, I uh, I have Lockett a little lower. Um, I also have Pittman way lower, <laughs> another really? one I agree on. So we'll talk about that when I get to him, but I'll talk about Lockett as well when I get to him too. So Christian Kirk is my 34. This is someone that you have way higher than me, so you can kind of go in depth on that. I I feel like I'm definitely lower on Christian Kirk. I feel like I was just kind of thinking of people, and then I got to 34, and I was like, oh, Christian Kirk is good. Um, But I just feel like with Calvin Ridley Ridley going to Jacksonville – He's going to lose some targets, and he's going to lose some of his production, I think. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: that's why I think he's still so good. We have bias, obviously. Like, we're from the Phoenix area, and he went to high school in Scottsdale. So, like. Yeah. But he was the number 11 wide receiver last year. So I think he could probably be in the 20s. Yeah. Um, I just don't really know why he's on 34. But I definitely like him. Like, if I can get him late, I'm snagging him. Because he's solid, and that offense is good. Yeah um all right thirty three I have Marquise Brown um we're Ooh. pretty close with that one. yeah, I'm just kind of banking on Marquise Brown that Kyler's gonna come back healthy sooner rather than later because Marquise Brown's numbers last year without de without DeAndre Hopkins and with Kyler Murray were bonkers and I'm gonna read them to you really quick <laughs> last year twenty twenty two he ha- he was 14 points, 12 points, 28, 20, 21, 10, and then he got hurt. So he was getting at least – he was averaging at least 10 targets a game, and he had 17 in one game. So, like, he, Kyler Murray and him are best friends, and I just think that if he is there, he's so fast and he's good. Yeah. The quarterback play before Kyler is the question mark, right? Like, are they going to actually even be able to throw the ball? Right. Um, but when Kyler gets back, hopefully week four, week five, somewhere around there, I think he just explodes.
0: Yeah. I mean, he has that potential. Yeah. He definitely does. Who's uh, your 33? The 33, I have Jordan Addison. I I think that he's just going to fit literally right into that Adam Thielen spot. Um, I know KJ Osborne is there, but he is definitely not the receiver that I think Jordan Addison is going to be. I think he's just a faster slot guy that is just going to, he's just going to burn. And I think he honestly is going to make that offense so much better. Um, But I, I know he's kind of in, I think in OTAs and even in in like the preseason and stuff, he's kind of been dinged up a little bit. Um, But I don't know. I just think he's going to be like literally a faster Adam Thielen, like just going to be everywhere. They're used to having two good wide receivers out there already, you know, when Thielen was there.
1: Yeah, and with Justin Jefferson on the other side, he's going to be wide open. He was a first-round yeah. pick. He was yeah. amazing at Pitt, and he transferred to USC. So, like, yeah, um, yeah, he just got out of concussion protocol, so I think he's good for the first week. Yeah. But I agree. I, I like Addison. I don't have him in my top 40, but, like, he's definitely a rookie that could have a great year and yeah. a, a great offense, and yeah.
0: Yeah. um. So my 32 is Hollywood Brown. I uh, literally my notes on him. If you're not a Cardinals fan, right? My literally my only notes on Hollywood is name one more wide receiver there. <laughs> you can't. Nobody, nobody that's not a Cardinals fan can't name wide receiver number two there now that because it used to be Hollywood when, when D Hop was there. Yeah. yeah. So this dude should get every target. Yes, I understand like the quarterback issue. Hopefully, you know, this tune kit either works out. Um, I don't know, did did the Cardinals end up making their their cuts that today is Colt McCoy on the roster? Like whoever the quarterback is. Yeah, I think that they're making their cuts tomorrow. Okay. Whoever the quarterback should be should be looking his way. Like yeah. that I don't know. I know Zach Ertz is there, but like Zach Ertz will get you what, four or five targets, like great. Like you're the Cardinals are gonna be down a lot. They need they're, they're, they honestly need Hollywood Brown to stay healthy this year. Yeah,
1: I agree. Um. Okay, 32. For me, I have Mike Evans. I just um, think he's too good. Like, he is just so consistent every single season. And we all know that last year wasn't the best year for Tampa Bay in general. Like, they obviously underperformed. But he still was the seven number 17 wide receiver last year. So, yeah. he is a touchdown machine, typically. He only had three games where he had touchdowns last year, which is kind of surprising. Like, he is a big body dude. He's six five. Yeah. So, I just think that he's too good. I think Tampa Bay is going to be down a lot. They're going to be throwing. And I don't really think that Baker Mayfield is as terrible as everyone else does. Right. Um, so, that's why I have him at 32. Um, 31, I have Tyler Lockett. A lot of what you said. I just think he's such a good PPR option. Um, he honestly might be one of the most underrated receivers of all time. Like, think about how long he's been so good on that offense.
0: I know. Um, but He's, like, a good dude, too.
1: Yeah, and, and, like, as a Cardinals fan, like, he is so good. He destroys the Cardinals every single season. He just has, like, a game where he has 150 yards and, like, three touchdowns. I literally need to look up his stats from last year to see what he did to them because – It was depressing. It was right. Okay. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'm just stupid.
0: No, like when you said he burns the Cardinals, I was going to say two touchdowns, 196 yards. Yeah, there's
1: definitely – oh, it was two years ago. He had five catches for 115 and then five for 98 and two touchdowns. And it's always like these tippy-toe catches in the end zone. that are just demoralizing – Anyways, he's just super solid. I think that he's definitely a safe pick.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So my it's me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me thirty-one. So I have Mike Will. Um. I think he's last year. Everybody was talking like this is going to be his year. This is going to be his year. He had a good year. He obviously had injury and this and that. Um. His quarterback was playing with broken ribs. What? Why have him so low at thirty-one? this year is that I think Quentin Johnston is going to take his shares. Mm. Yeah, see, here's what I'm – I'm scared because
1: you're a Chargers fan, so I feel like you're locked in on this stuff. Yeah. There's another one where I have Mike Will so much higher than you do, and when I saw that, I was like, I'm definitely wrong about this.
0: I, I, I- could be wrong. I mean, I've I've been like – I mean, on the bleacher board, on everything about trying to see what them boys doing. And when I, like, see clips of Quentin Johnson going and getting 50-50 balls against, you know, like a split practice against the Niners and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that is Mike Will of three years ago. Yeah. it makes sense. So, um, 30, I have Mike Evans, pretty much like what you said. I mean, the dude is – I just don't – Baker Mayfield – Kyle Trask. I don't know who. Obviously, it's Baker right now, but I don't know if that's going to continue. Um, I I think that he's going to get his. I had literally. I don't want to jump. I know we're going again, but literally the one right in front of Mike Evans is Chris Godwin for me, to be honest with you, because I don't know which one of these dudes are going to go off. I know Chris Godwin yeah. is is a good is good as well, but this offense is going to look so different from From last year to like maybe the first seven games to the to the latter half of the year, you yeah. know. So it's like you just don't know what quarter or what quarterback's going to play these games. Is that quarterback going to be good? Are they going to let Baker figure this out for a, for a little while? Even though I do think he can he can do the job. I mean, in this preseason, Kyle Trask hasn't looked terrible either. So it's like then all of a sudden, who knows what wide receiver is going to be like head over heels number 1 in that offense, you know.
1: Dude, speaking of Baker Mayfield, he's like living out my freaking life dream. Like walk on quarterback, goes to <laughs> Oklahoma, wins a Heisman, turns into the number 1 pick, has Hulu commercials. Dude, that was supposed to be me except then I was 5 foot 10. Dang, so, dude.
0: 5 foot 10?
1: 5 foot 10 and 3 fourths, unless I'm wearing Crocs and I'm 6 foot. But
0: it's besides the point. Anyways, Sounds like a 5'9 like guy talking, dude. <laughs> don't say that.
1: Anyways, um, number 30 for me, I have Christian Watson. I don't know why I don't trust him. I know that he just absolutely went insane at the end of last year. Yeah. Um, But I just – apparently Jordan Love looked great this preseason, but I just try not to judge off preseason too, too much. Yeah. Um. I just, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why. I just don't trust him yet. Um, I don't trust the Green Bay offense with Jordan Love going, so that's why I have him lower, but definitely don't dislike him. Um, Number 29 for me, I have Terry McLaurin. I think that he probably would have been higher for me if he didn't have the injury that he got recently. Um, Like I said earlier, I just think toe injuries tend to kind of nag and like they don't go away, and it slows the dude down so much. And so, I kind of moved him down a little bit, and I moved Jahan Dotson up um, for Sorry. that reason.
0: Um, go one more because I accidentally did three with my Chris Godwin take and Mike Evans. You can go go your twenty eight because you got you
1: got Godwin at twenty nine, and then who's your twenty eight?
0: Twenty eight. So McLaren. Um, same thing. Literally, toe injury cutting in cleats and stuff like that. Um it, it they typically do tend to linger. I also have like is Sam Howell that guy? I think so. I mean he seemed pretty good to be honest with you. But hey, um,
1: playing the Cardinals first week so that was your chance to roast them.
0: Yeah, but I mean like I think the Cardinals I'm not gonna get into it. It's a wide receiver podcast. Uh <laughs> twenty seven I have Kadarius Tony. Wait, Somebody... what did you
1: just say? Sheesh, what I don't even have him ranked, and he's your 27.
0: Dude, have you seen anything about Kadarius Tony?
1: It's all about how he can't stay healthy,
0: dude. It does not, he will be healthy this year. This is gonna be his first year in Kansas City. He's terrifying want,
1: looking. Have you, seen he like is the, the dude he looks like I, a
0: goblin, dude. I, he is, dude. My brother in law, Max, like, he is literally, he's obviously he's a Chiefs fan. And, like, he's got me on him, Kadarius Tony, And we talk about him all the time. The dude is just – he's an alien. Like, he's not from here. Yeah, that's like, a, he just to, does not I care.
1: His, I literally had to close his profile because it was staring at me. I felt like I was in a horror movie.
0: I know. Oh. So, this dude, like, Patrick Mahomes would be like, hey, I'll just throw you the ball. Like, just get away from me. Like, that's yeah. literally what's going to end up happening. But I think, <laughs> I think if I have to choose the Kansas City wide receiver to go off – I'm I'm taking a flyer on Tony, and I would do it early just because that offense is just—they're just gonna absolutely—it's gonna be an air raid, like it always is with Kansas City. Obviously, Travis Kelsey, another year, he's getting a little bit older. Obviously, you mentioned Sky Moore, but I—I I don't know. I'm gonna put my money on on Tony. He's—he this is gonna be his first full year in Kansas City. Fair enough. Um, Fair uh,
1: enough. Um. So wait, is it you? It's me, right?
0: You? you, you yeah, you.
1: All right, twenty-seven. I have DJ Moore. And um, also, just want to say that you having Kadarius T- Tony at twenty-seven and me not having him ranked—that's probably our biggest discrepancy. Just so you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: twenty-seven, DJ Moore, number one receiver at the Bears. He has been just balling on screens this preseason. He scored on like two long screen catches. Yeah. So I think he showed that he's pretty athletic and just like is definitely going to be the guy in in Chicago. It just really depends on – the reason I don't have him higher is because I don't know how I feel about Fields as a quarterback. Like He was great last year as a runner, but he wasn't super impressive in the air, and obviously that affects the receiver. So that's why I have him lower than 20 – or at 27. I know you have him a bit up. So I'll go um, 26, Deontay Johnson. So, like I said, you had him at 39. I have him at 26. I just – I literally, in my notes, say that I haven't trusted a Pittsburgh office in years, yet I have him so high. So, I don't know what the hell is. I mean, what the heck was going on. dude? I just think he's a slot guy for PPR. He's super shifty, and I think he might be Pickett's favorite target. I think that Pickett's more of like a a big play threat where Deontay Johnson's going to be like, I'm going to throw him the ball five five yards down the field and get a catch and just move the ball a little bit. Yeah that for some PPR. So that's why I have him way higher than you do.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. My twenty six, I have Drake London. I know Kyle Pitts is there. I know Bajan is there. He Drake London to me is still one of those guys that is still the best option there. Yeah. Um Kyle Pitts just I don't know. I just feel like he hasn't taken that step yet. And I feel like that's not like a hot take. You know, I feel like he's getting drafted so high as a tight end in most leagues last year he went in our first round um Max. but he's a unicorn i know but like he hasn't done it so it's like like if you're gonna take a flyer on a receiver take drake london because who else I, I don't know i know mac hollins is there from the raiders last year but like does that really do it for you like you might as well take wide receiver one there Yeah. um that's kind of that's kind of my thought on on him. Yeah, I'm an idiot
1: and I skipped twenty-eight for me. Oh, that's where on. I have Drake London. So oh. i him a little bit. So I have Drake London twenty-eight, DJ Moore twenty seven, Deontay Johnson twenty six. Okay. I skipped Drake London.
0: Okay,
1: okay, okay. Um, I just think he was a top five pick last year for a reason. And like you said, who's he gonna throw the ball to? Um they have to respect the run now with Bijan. I think Drake had yeah. a kind of solid rookie year. He was the number 31 wide receiver. So yeah. I definitely like him a lot, and I think he could have a big year. It just really depends on how is that Atlanta offense flow. Yeah. Um, it um, looks look so
0: different. That yeah. offense looks so different this year.
1: Yeah, hopefully Bijan goes off. You know what I'm saying? What? I'm on <laughs> draft bro. Oh,
0: man. Uh, all right. I'm 25, so I have Chris Watson here. Um, he should be the he should be the guy. I know Romeo Dubs is there. They were kind of like one and two. I just believe I would believe in in Watson more, just based off of how the the last part of last year finished. Um, yeah, I mean you've kind of touched on him, but I would I would believe in him because they're. I don't think that Green Bay is going to be crazy good they're going to have to throw the ball. You know, they're not going to be able to re- rely on just Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon at the goal line, potentially. But I don't know. If, if I had to take a flyer on a Green Bay wide receiver, I would much rather it be, be him.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I agree with you for the most part. Um, my 25 is Chris Godwin. Literally in my notes, it says – I have no idea what is happening in Tampa Bay, but Godwin is good. Team won't be great, so might have to throw. And, I I mean, I stand by that. I think that they're just going to throw the ball, and Chris Godwin, like Mike Evans, is really freaking good at football, and he's going to make things happen. It looked like in the last preseason game, Baker was really targeting Chris Godwin on the first drive. Yeah. like that, too, and that's why I have him higher than Mike Evans. Yeah. Twenty-four, I have Brandon Ayuk.
0: Huh. Um,
1: I am biased, forks up, but Brandon Ayuk is also Struggle. really freaking good. Yeah. Uh, he I think he's probably the best like wide receiver on the team. Like Debo is great playmaker. Like he can right. play backfield, all that. But I think Brandon Ayuk is legit just a better receiver with with Brock Purdy playing two and being healthy again. I think he's going to target uh, Brandon Ayuk a bunch. I'm going to look up his stats when when uh, Purdy took over. He was averaging like 15. He had 126 point game. So I mean that just shows that he saw it. And it's similar to what you said about the NFC West, not very good playing the Cardinals and Rams twice each. Yeah, Ayuk a bunch of time to kind of have big weeks as well.
0: Yeah. No, I literally, I have him in a few picks. Um, 20. So it's 24 for me. I, okay. I made this list prior to Jerry Judy's injury. So I originally had Jerry Judy here at 24. Um, I'm just, I'm straight up like going to swap him for Cortland Sutton straight up. Just call an audible here because my thing is if Jerry Judy misses time, Like it's all of these other podcasts, all of these other ESPN guys were all high on. Remember it was like Mike will. And it was Cortland Sutton. Everybody was talking about Cortland Sutton last year. And he, I had him last year. He was, he was average to say the least, but if there is no Jerry Judy and it's Cortland Sutton, absolutely. I'm, I will take him and eat up everything. Hopefully that Sean Pagan and Russell Wilson will give this wide receiver. For as long as Jerry Judy is gone.
1: Yeah. It's funny that you said that I have him higher than you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll explain when we get there, but it is pretty similar to what you just said.
0: Yeah. Um, so twenty three, I have Ayuk. I mean, it's it's a lot like what you said right there. Um, if you draft Ayuk, you might have one person at your draft party screaming, that is the best pick of your entire draft. It could be. <laughs> You could have that happen.
1: Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> hey, better Not than said.
1: Christian McCaffrey at one, you big idiot.
0: No, I took IUK six, and that was the best pick. That best was my twenty-three. Ever. It, is, it is now. It is now your turn, Drayton.
1: Um. Okay, I have Michael Pittman Jr. at twenty-three.
0: Okay, a lot uh, lower than me.
1: A big difference. You had him at thirty-five. Yeah. Um, well, I just want to ask you this question: Do you would you rather have the Colts' offense last year or this year? Last year. But how? By how much, though?
0: I don't. For some reason, like if I were going
1: for Anthony Richardson,
0: Matt Ryan of last year. Yeah, that's what's tough. It's like going into last year. I'm like, dude, Matt. Matt Ryan might be pretty good there. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, you fast forward, and it's like, Matt Ryan is probably going to get cut from this team. Like <laughs> You know, it's like.
1: My point is that Michael Pittman last year, I think everyone was super low on him because we were expecting him to be, like, a top-ten receiver, and he just disappointed. Yeah. He was still the number 20 receiver last year. And so I couldn't have him not in my 20s because I think he's going to be – around the same as he was last year maybe even better with a rookie wide receiver that might be looking for a safe outlet yeah but last year he was playing like a hundred percent of every snap and like there's a reason that he was so hype last year because he's a good receiver so I believe in him a little bit more than I think a lot of other people do
0: yeah
1: um 22 and I'm interested to get your take on this because you're a Chargers fan so I'm glad that I'm glad that they're good and they have multiple players in our rankings. Unlike the
0: Cardinals, um,
1: I have Keenan Allen at 22.
0: Great. I'm not going to lie here. Okay, I <laughs> didn't look. I didn't look at your list while I made mine, and I was like, I'm not going to look until this happens. So when you said Chargers fan, I scrolled over in our Google Sheets <laughs> and I saw Keenan Allen, and I pulled the phone away from my mouth because I gasped. <laughs> No, he didn't. Um, My son. That's my son.
1: Let me just explain.
0: Go for it.
1: I don't know why, and this is where I say that you're right. Like, I need to trust you. You're a Chargers fan. You're so much more locked in on that team. Right. I just thought Mike Will might take over as the number one this year, and I don't know why I thought that. I don't know if I trust Keenan Allen, like, health-wise at all. I feel like he is hurt pretty much every year, but when he plays, he's so good. So it's kind of, it was a weird one for me where I usually love Keenan Allen, but I just didn't trust him. And so I lowered him a little bit this year.
0: Yeah, I get it. Last year was a bad year for Chargers wide receivers. Now he played all 2021. But so listen, listen to these targets for Keenan Allen. Obviously, he was hurt half the year, more than half the year, eight, seven, 14. 14, 9, 14,
1: 6, 11. Yeah, I mean, I do want to say that I was looking at the, the rankings for last year when I was building my list, and I looked at week like 10 to, to 17 or 10 to 18, and Keenan Allen was like the number one receiver when he was healthy last year.
0: Yeah. So, is I mean, I, 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 I semi-regret
1: semi it, but I also don't because he's 31 now. Like,
0: I get that. So, I,
1: I, I have – Mike Will right above him at twenty-one.
0: Wow. So literally... you don't think Quentin Johnston's gonna take any reps for either of these guys, or it's gonna be more so I Keenan think Allen's health is gonna allow Johnston to be like to flourish in the offense?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the I don't know. I, I think Quentin Johnston's a beast. I've literally watched him in the Fiesta Bowl. Like he is yeah. so good. I just I don't know a ton about the Chargers. I know that Herbert is really good and they throw the ball a lot. And so I just had both of them in the high twenties because I think they're both gonna be solid. I just think I think this is the year Mike Wiltz is plays like the number eight receiver and takes over that offense and Keenan Allen is like a solid vet, like Larry Fitz was. Mm-hmm. Where he's still getting a thousand yards, but he's not like the the go to receiver. But I've seen tweets as well that are saying that Keenan Allen is gonna be featured in the offense. Yeah. So I mean, I could be so wrong, and I know you have him higher up, so we won't spend too much time on him right now. But that's why we, thats the fun thing about these rankings. We'll definitely do a episode at the end of the year where we compare the actual rankings with what we said and just see how freaking stupid we are.
0: Dude, um, see that's where ESPN and all these other podcasts get it wrong. They're—they're they're not afraid to be vulnerable where they were wrong. I and don't know I'm, anything.
1: I'm ready to take the SAT this year. You know what I'm dude,
0: saying? I already bought a study book. I already, <laughs> I already bought a study guide, dude. For those who are saying,
1: what the heck are they talking about? Last place of our league this year has to sign up for the SAT.
0: And, and has to get a minimum score. And if you don't get the minimum score <laughs> that we've set, you have to take it again.
1: Which sucks because I'm stupid now. I haven't done math in years.
0: I don't – yeah, I don't write anything down either. Like if, I have to, yeah, if there's good. like
1: an essay portion – you're building ranches.
0: Dude, hanging out with horses all day. Blue collar, bruv. Dude.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, so I just did twenty two twenty one. So you go ahead and tell me you're
0: 22-21-20. Okay. I'll kind of go quick. We already talked about him. 22, Christian Kirk, slot guy. Um, I think having Calvin Ridley there helps him. I think when, when it's going to be like a third and three, like, yeah, Calvin Ridley is going to be a 50-50 guy. He's going to be probably the primary go-to. Christian Kirk is going to get so many PPR looks based off of short yardage yeah. because of Calvin Ridley and how big and tall Calvin Ridley is. I think he's going to be – he'll finish probably near where he finished last year. Um, 21, I have D-hop. One. 21. Um, D hop, he's still going to get his, I mean, I know people were kind of like, it feels like there was kind of like a bashing train on him, how yeah. he handled the whole Cardinal situation and stuff like that. The dude is still good. Like he's not, I wouldn't say he's a top, I wouldn't say top 10 wide receiver, obviously cause I'm at 21 right now, but I mean, he's, he's still going to be good. Like I know Traylon Burks is there. He's young, but I mean, he's banged up right now. He might miss time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know. Tannehill uh, is going to look for a stud, and and it's D-Hop, you know. Um, I know you have him in a few. So my 20 is DJ Moore. This this dude is intriguing because, like, a ton of people are high on this Bears offense. And I know we kind of touched on it in the running back episode about people are very, very, very high on Justin Fields taking this leap as a passer. I'm not sure why I'm not plugged into the Bears at all. Dude, so I'm I just. Think seeing...
1: Justin Fields is the most overrated quarterback in the league.
0: That's that could I be. I don't a think hot he's big. bad.
1: I don't think he's bad, but like people are saying he's like top ten. I'm like, dude.
0: Yeah. Tell me
1: How many freaking passing yards he could he had last year? And I mean, I'm just a salty Cardinals fan because Kyler Murray is so underrated now. Right. Anyways. I'd, yeah, go ahead. Continue with DJ Moore, might be.
0: No, I just think that he's – I mean, I know they have – I might mess this guy's name up. It's Daryl Mooney, right? Moody? Mooney? Yeah, Mooney, 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 It's either um, – yeah,
1: it's something Mooney.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, if this Bears offense is anything, I mean, DJ Moore was so good with, with. I think, less talent in Carolina. Yeah. Um. You know, so I think – I don't know. I think he's – he
1: feels- goes as Justin Fields goes as a passer, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that was my 20, so now you're up. Yeah,
1: number 20 for me. This is one that we also have pretty wide. Um, I have Calvin Ridley at 20. Okay. I just think there's a lot of mouths to feed on the Jacksonville offense, and I think Calvin Ridley is really good. But he also hasn't played football in two years. So he looks great in preseason everything. But, like, he missed all of 2021 for the most part for personal reasons. And then he missed all of last year, obviously, because he was betting. He's which, just on the Trap
0: way, Kings, dude.
1: I had a great week betting on college football. And maybe we can talk about that at the end. But
0: yeah. 2020,
1: Calvin Ridley was a freaking monster.
0: It was back uh, in Julio Jones days.
1: Yeah, like, he. I mean, he still has the talent. He's only 28, which we're also 28, which is gross. But, yeah, I just think that he definitely has boomer bust potential. A lot of people to feed. He talks about Christian Kirk. Um, they got Zay Jones. They got Evan Ingram. Travis Etienne. So, like, they got a lot of mouths to feed, which is why I have them lower. Um, number 19, I have Debo. And I just – I kind of got burned by Debo last year. I traded for him in a league, and he did absolutely nothing. So – I have him lower, and like I said, I think Ayuk is the best pure wide receiver. I think Debo is super versatile in that if he's heavily inf- involved in the run game, that's what makes him good. But now that they have Christian McCaffrey, they don't need Debo to be doing what he was doing that one year. Yeah. Um, so I think that kills his value a little bit.
0: Dude was taking, like, Wildcat snaps and shit. Yeah,
1: so he he was Christian McCaffrey. Like, he's a Christian McCaffrey at receiver. Yeah. And, uh, with Christian McCaffrey in the offense, they don't need Debo to be what he was in 2020 when he had the great year. It's right. So I, I have him a little lower than I have in the past.
0: Yeah. Um. So my my 19 is Amari Cooper. Okay. I was looking at some of his stats towards the end of the year and I had that... him last year. Yeah.
1: He and so he won me games.
0: So in the, I feel like he won people games, but like I'm I was looking. Let me pull him up. Like at the yeah, end of the year, his, now,
1: he, uh, his
0: target shares from like let's give me like week thirteen on.
1: So week thirteen, nine targets, seven, six, ten, four, three. But the one that he had four targets, he had two touchdowns and had twenty five points.
0: Maybe I'm off on him. There's just something about. Maybe it's just like my overall. Dislike Sean Watson to be honest with you. <laughs> literally yep. in my notes, like in my notes, I'm I'm just so salty that this dude is in the NFL. I'd literally just have talk dog, top dog in Creepville. Yeah, like, it has nothing to do with, with Creeperville.
1: You have to take a drink. I know. Top dog in Creapville.
0: Yeah, Creapville.
1: Anyways, yeah, I think Amari cooper's a solid dude though. Like, I would get him. He
0: he, he should is, be. He's
1: a really good – like, people forget how good he was at Alabama and Dallas. Yeah. And he had games – like, he's still good. It's just – who else are they throwing it to? They have Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's super athletic, but unproven. Like, they they don't have any other receivers really to throw to either. So, yeah, he kind of goes is, – is Deshaun Watson back to where he was pre-massage right. massage parlor? Or is he nope. still freaking learning how to play football again? This is a big thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, go 18,
0: bruv. Um, Debo, l- literally everything that you covered used to be – I mean, he was the Christian McCaffrey before there. You could also get rushing touchdowns out of a wide receiver, which was sweet. Now that's dissolving, and I, I do agree. Brendan Ayuk is on the rise, and he might be the best draft person that you could draft. Um,
1: out of your whole draft, never forget.
0: Never forget. It could be and just – it's absolutely insane. Um, but, Yeah. I just I don't know. I feel like he's a lot of people are down on Debo, and we all could be very wrong because he's still an explosive wide receiver, right? You know, he's still wide out one there. Like um, but
1: last year, while you're talking, huh? I'm gonna look up the stats from last year while you're talking.
0: Okay. Yeah, I just Iuke's on the rise. I it really does feel like just everybody is down on this dude, and so yeah, I don't know. I mean, he. I saw in some of his preseason games, this is the lightest that he's been, and he likes this because, you know, he's he's moving, he's faster, he feels like. But I don't know. This is the. I, I think in the first preseason game, the announcers were kind of talking about how Debo was 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 really bragging about how fast he feels and how this is the lightest he's been since his rookie year, yeah. probably because he knows he's not going to go through the tackles this year in some random wildcat offense. Yeah. You know. Six times yeah. a game.
1: Last year, he started out the year pretty well. Like yeah, weeks one through six, he was averaging probably like eighteen points a game, and then I think he got hurt in week seven, and he was like, himself after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know why I trust him. Maybe too many males to feed, and Purdy, yeah. like Purdy, doesn't help him as much. Right. All right. Is it you? I got T Higgins at eighteen. Um, he's just really good at football, and that's a really good offense and a really good quarterback. And Jamar is on the other side, and Tyler Boyd is on that team. And that tight end who has a dope name that I don't know how to say.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm gonna try. So
1: yeah, I have him at eighteen because I just think he's a solid play. And then at seventeen, I have D Hop. And I know you had him a little earlier at 21. I just think he's still so good at football. As a Cardinals fan, watching him every week, he came back from suspension. I think people are low on him because he's been hurt and suspended the last two years. But we have someone in our league that's keeping him. So, like, he was getting so many targets on the Cardinals last year every single game, like double digits every game except two. Yeah. And I think with Tennessee, with like you said, with Traylon Burks being hurt for a couple weeks, Tannehill is not a terrible quarterback, and DeAndre no. Hopkins is going to get his catches. Right. Uh, so I could still see him being. I could still see him being like top fifteen, top ten, if everything goes well.
0: Yeah. Um. So seventeen, I have Chris Olave. I think strictly based off of target shares i know michael thomas is coming back but it's like i don't know it, it truly i'm not a Derek carr fan but it is definitely an increase in quarterback play for that offense um so i mean just, just strictly off of brook target shares the dude he's gonna have his opportunities you know and especially with kamara not taking you know being gone the first two weeks I don't know. I think this dude has big pop-off material this year.
1: Yeah. Uh, A little bit lower, so I'll talk about it when we get there.
0: Yeah. And then 16 Higgins. Yeah, I mean, Burrow's shown that he can feed all these mouths that are there, especially T. Higgins. Um, Yeah, like you mentioned, we have somebody that's literally keeping him this year as a wide receiver, too, for that organization. I mean, it's just – it makes sense that – who uh, Google is? Yeah, yeah. So he was the
1: number 15 receiver last year. So
0: has a wide receiver too.
1: Yeah, and he didn't like, play a few games.
0: Yeah. So I mean, he's definitely he's definitely up there, and you know, he's gonna get he's gonna get his targets. If <laughs> he leaves Cincinnati,
1: he's like instantly another team's wide receiver one.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That good so. Um. So me at sixteen. See, uh, I got Cortland Sutton So I was I was literally making this list As I got an update On the sleeper app Hashtag sponsor us um,
0: please, please
1: I was making my list And I had Jerry Judy at like 20 And I got the update that Jerry Judy was carted off the field And immediately moved Cortland Sutton up to 16 I yeah. just think that Sean Payton's a great offensive mind Russell Wilson I don't think Is as bad as he was last year and I think he's, someone's going to have to catch the ball. So that's why I got him way higher because if especially if Judy is out, he's going to be solid. And I got him late in my draft that I did this weekend, which we will talk about later. Um, yeah. Number 15, Amari Cooper. Everything you said, he is just really good. Um, yeah. He was the number 10 wide receiver last year. And
0: that's so I, crazy to me. I
1: guarantee you wouldn't have known that if I didn't tell you. My no. No. So I mean, the main thing with him last year, he had huge games and then kind of quiet games, which wasn't fun because I had him. The main thing is is Deshaun Watson still good at football? I think that's what's going to be his ceiling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He he scares me, but like like you said, I mean, if you blind like if you blindfolded me and read me all of his stats, he's like you know all of the target shares, and then all of a sudden top ten wide receiver. I'd be like, yeah, you have to, you have to take this guy, and then you told me, it was Amari Cooper for the Browns. I'd be like, ah, yeah, you know. But the stats are the stats, you know. You have to trust that. But um, all right, so I have fifteen. So I have Jalen Waddle here. I think you know he's a slot guy. He has the cheat on the other side. It's it's proven that Tua can get both of them the ball. You know, obviously. Tyree kills, take the top off guy where Waddle is kind of more in the slot wide receiver. He's going to get those third and six, third and fives, third and fours. Um, And he's got a burst. So yeah, I I wouldn't mind taking him. He's being kept in our league as well. Um, But I know you have him in, in a few, but so I'll go to 14. I have DK. So he's not being kept in our league which is kind of wild, but I mean, he's just going to, he's going to get his targets. He's going to get his touchdowns. Geno Smith has great rapport with him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't seem to matter what quarterback is there for TK.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I also have him at 14. So this is another one we have at the same. Um, Yeah. He's just really good. He's been the number one targeted player in the end zone three out of the last four seasons touchdowns win fantasy games so yeah he is just he's two thirty-five, 235 and everyone's <laughs> seen the picture of him without a shirt on it's insane In and yeah, I, I can't believe the Cardinals drafted Andy Isabella over this guy I just sometimes you just got to use the eye test you know no offense is Andy me.
0: is Isabella still on the roster
1: no he's not on the Cardinals uh, he was on the Bill's preseason team, so we'll see. I think he's—I mean, he's obviously fast, but so is DK Metcalf, and he's six four, two thirty-five, just a giant freaking dude.
0: Um, non-cardinals fan, name another, name another wide receiver there.
1: I can't. <laughs> I'm a Cardinals fan, anyway. <laughs> Thirteen. I have Jalen Waddle. Everything you said. He is just so freaking fast. He is—he's just as shifty as Tyreek Hill, and that is terrifying when you have two of those dudes.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Jalen Waddle last year was the number eight wide receiver. Like, so the Dolphins offense can support two top ten wide receivers. Great. He's young. He's freaking quick. And they can't double team him because Tyree Kill is a menace. So, yeah, I like Jalen Waddle a lot. I know a lot of people have him, like, top ten. So, we're kind of low on him, I guess. But
0: I don't know. The only thing that scares me is, like, it's his quarterback, yeah, like if long. Tua doesn't stay healthy, like there's not a Teddy Bridgewater back there anymore. Like I know Mike White is a good, you know, he's serviceable for sure, and they have Skylar Thompson there, but it's not a Jacoby Brissett. It's not, you know, like a Teddy Bridgewater back there. Yeah. You know, I so mean,
1: when do we do we what game did Tua get hurt? Was it the Jets? Did
0: smash the set? I'm not sure.
1: Anyways, he started off so well. He had 17, 40, 15, then two five-point games and had a stretch of 10-plus, and then he had two more bad games at the end of the year. So, yeah, I mean, he has big big boom potential, and then he's solid when he doesn't have great games. Yeah, but I agree. I think it depends on two, his health.
0: Yeah. Right, 13, roast
1: me. Freaking roast me.
0: Okay, I, so I'm not going to roast you. I have Keenan Allen at 13, not I did not realize that it was also his jersey number. I feel like such a homer. And starting this podcast, Dre, I was like, I, I want people to know that I'm a car or a Charters fan. I'm cool with that. But I do not want my bias to get involved when I'm like making draft picks. Or like if people it. are are or people are listening, be like, Man, I want somebody else that I don't know. I want their take on a player. Yeah. So you have him at twenty two, me at thirteen? I'm like, oh my gosh. Am I just doing the Homer thing here? If Keenan Allen can stay healthy, though, I've watched every Chargers game that this man has been in uniform. He has been Phillip Rivers' favorite third and three guy, third and four, third and five slot wide receiver. Like It doesn't matter how many people are on Keenan Allen. When it's third down, you know most likely the ball is going to him unless Mike Will is on -on one-on-one coverage and we're just going to throw it over the top. Of any DB that's there
1: yeah I mean I'm looking I, at past seasons he has had four seasons where he played all 16 games 17 now yeah 2017, he was the number three receiver 2018 12 2019 6 2020 he played 14 games as was number 14 and then 2021 he was number 10 and then last year in 10 games he got 164 PPR points so that's 16.4 Points per game. So yeah, I don't think you're being a homer. I just think that I'm scared. I think I'm more scared about his health because you have to, yeah, that he has been injured in the past. That's what derailed a lot of his earlier years in the league. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's
1: something that's always lingered, even though he's been healthy most of the time,
0: other than last year. Yeah, and so that is, that is a big thing. I mean, we have obviously Kellen Moore is there, and and it's going to be a great offense. Unfortunately, I I would love to draft him. I can't. Just can't do it. But I think if he can stay healthy, then he's going to be, he'll be a top 15 wide receiver for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So am I at 12 now? Yeah. Yeah. So I have Garrett Wilson. Honestly, my notes on this is it is literally, it's just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers makes this kid so much better. Um, obviously, in our league, he's good. You're keeping him in our league. Um, and sure. we've talked about him. Obviously, outside of here, extensively, right? The dude has so much ceiling, so much ceiling, especially with Aaron Rodgers. Um, what I do hope is that Aaron Rodgers stays for a while, so this kid can just like absolutely freak on this league. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just I think he has probably one of the higher ceilings in this league right now. Yeah,
1: um, I will go in depth on him at eight because that's where I have him. Um, number twelve, I have Chris Olave. So you pretty much talked about all of it. I think he's the clear number one. Receiver. He's just so good. Like those those o- Ohio State wide receivers: Garrett yeah. Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Like they were insane at Ohio State. Yeah, big believer in those guys. Um, Derek Carr is a huge upgrade over Andy Dalton, and I think that that's the main thing with that. Um, number eleven, someone we both have, which is fun. I have Devonte Smith, the Slim Reaper. Um, I just think he's really good. He won the Heisman in college. Like, there's a reason yeah. he won the Heisman. Um, I think a lot of people are scared because AJ Brown is on the other side, and that dude is built like a freaking brick house. Yeah, so they just think Devonte Smith is worse because he's tiny. Um, but there's like so much audio clip from players that are just like Devontae Smith is going to be the best wide receiver in the league soon. So I think they, I think Devontae and AJ Brown both finished pretty high last year. Um, I'm going to look really quick. You have him at 11 as well. So go ahead and give your take on him.
0: I mean, he's another, he's another shifty like slot guy. Like it's just, he's a match made like they're, A.J. Brown and him are perfect opposites. Like, he's just going to be able to get, you know, one catch for six yards, one catch for four yards, like a three-yard touchdown. Like, he's just going to be able to maintain a solid PPR league because of all the opportunity that A.J. Brown takes. Obviously, they're not going to be able to stack the box with, you know, um, with their quarterback, I'm totally blanking on, Jalen Hurts. So I don't know. I think he's just going to be a great PPR wide receiver, yeah. and people are high on him. And I think there's been even like some Bleacher Reports um, articles that I've read that like they people are really predicting that he's going to have like a top six year this year.
1: Yeah, last year Devonte Smith was the number nine PPR receiver, and and AJ Brown was number six. So that offense, wild. Comes back. Plus they have Dallas Goddard. Jalen Hurts is really good. So it makes. Yeah. Who's number 10 for you?
0: So I have Calvin Ridley. So I, in my notes, I, he's the biggest coin flip of this year. Everybody wants to predict that Calvin Ridley is going to be like nuts, right? Because it, it kind of feels, I don't know, it kind of feels easy to pick somebody that hasn't played in a while, had a great year the last year that he played, um, especially in the offense that they're in. It's going it, to it, – there is huge, huge, huge potential. Um, I don't know. I just – I believe in this situation. I believe in Trevor Lawrence, even though they destroyed my beloved Chargers in the playoffs. He's going to be good, like straight up. I think he's going to be an absolute rock star there.
1: Yeah, Calvin Ridley was a first-round pick in 2018. Like, he was one of the best receivers that Alabama's ever had, and that's saying something. So, yeah, definitely adds up. Um. Number 10 for me, I have AJ Brown. So, back to back teammates. I just think that everything I pretty much said about Devontae Smith, AJ Brown is just a freaking monster. Great offense. Can't get double teamed. Was the number six PPR wide receiver last year. Yeah. And so, I just think that Devontae Smith and AJ Brown are both going to be really good. I think that they, AJ Brown's being drafted way before Devontae Smith. They should be being drafted around the same time because I think they're going to have very similar seasons. Yeah. Um, number nine, I have Devonte Adams. I just don't trust Jimmy G, and that's pretty. Yeah. Much, that's pretty much the main reason I think Devontae Adams is still elite. He showed that last year, but I think he thrives in where he has the he has the option to have a deep ball thrown to him. I don't know. Yeah. If, he can really do that. He's more of like a a, a little dunker downer, um, mm. and I think he had a great year last year because he had multiple thirty-point games, but he had some stinkers as well. And yeah. that was his best friend from college, Derek Carr, is his quarterback, so yeah. just a little down on him. Um, and that's I got him at number nine.
0: Um, number nine for me, AJ Brown. You covered it. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna have a great year. Devonte Smith's gonna have a great year. They're gonna be they're gonna be very close to where they finish this year uh, or last year, I should say. Um, eight. I have a St. Brown. Kind of same with the Cardinals. Like, could you name another wide receiver that's there? Like Reynolds. First name.
1: I watched uh, Hard Knocks last year.
0: Yeah, what's his first name? Josh. Wow. That's crazy. I
1: actually heard it on uh, I heard it on a different podcast the other day. So I, I I forgot he was on the team before that. So your point is valid.
0: <laughs> but I mean, this dude, he obviously has a rapport with with um. Gosh, why am I blanking on quarterbacks tonight? This sucks. Jared
1: Goff, bruv.
0: Yes, Jared Goff. I could literally picture this boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're your. Their new tight end is Sam Laporta, the Iowa kid. So it's like there's not really a ton of snap shares that he's gonna lose. Like he's he's the dude there, and you in yeah. in his year last year showed that easily. Yeah, I also okay. do feel like from here to number one, it's kind of like like 34 through 40. Like you oh, could yeah. probably like, put all of them.
1: About peers, right? Because right now you're in tier two. We both are. So what we'll, yeah. we're gonna mention when we get to tier one, which are elite guys. I think, I think the elite guys are the guys that I'm wanting to get if I have like a top five pick. Um, right. Whereas like my tier two is more of like second round wrap around or late first round.
0: Right. Yeah. So I mean, all of these guys, I mean, are gonna be great. They're gonna finish somewhere where I I feel like honestly where we're ranking them. Um. But yeah. So that was that was eight for me.
1: Yeah, so, is it me? It's me. Yeah. I have Garrett Wilson. So, like you said earlier, Aaron Rodgers being there is obviously a big deal. Last year he had Zach Wilson, Mike White, Joe Flacco (laughs) throwing him the ball. Um, And I don't know if you've seen the highlights. Obviously, Hard Knocks is on the Jets this year, and I don't know if you watched that. But, like, Aaron Rodgers kind of, like, views Garrett Wilson, like how he viewed Devontae Adams – yeah, if he can be anywhere near where Devontae Adams was in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, like he is going to be at top 10 easily. Yeah. So I admit I'm probably a little bit higher than a lot of people in Garrett Wilson because I have him in my keeper league and I didn't trade him for Stephon Diggs, which might be a mistake in the future. And I mean, I, <laughs> I Stephon Diggs ranked higher, so that might be an issue. But I think, like you said, Garrett Wilson's ceiling is so high and I just have to ride with that. Yeah. Um, number six, I mean, number seven, sorry. I'm actually going to make a change. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. switch to, um, so right now I'm going to do a Mon Ross St. Brown. And this is probably, this is a lot. This is the person who's like looking at the elite tier, like trying to get in. Yeah. I just, I think that he has been like the number three receiver since week 16 of 2021. Like, he has been yeah. prominent. And I just think he's proved that he's really good and that he's hard to cover. Um, and he gets so many targets from Jared Goff. So, a lot of yeah. them. But he's averages, like, his end of 2021, his end of his rookie year, he went 24,
0: 15, 23, 26, 35, 26. Jeez, bro. A wh- that's
1: a league winner. And then he started tw- last year is with a 20, a 39, and a 13. So, like, he's elite. He was yeah. number seven receiver last year. Um, so I have him number seven this year. And then I'll move over to you for number your number seven.
0: So my number seven, I – it was hard to put this guy here, but I feel like I have to put him here based off of, like, past experiences. Um, and it's Devontae Adams at seven. The only thing that makes me, like, crazy apprehensive about putting him literally outside of our top, you know, top five elite wide receivers – is that Josh McDaniels' offenses never really have like this one big stud? Like they are always just like get the ball where the ball needs to go and just get it out fast and this and that. Like they never have like a primary guy, um, yeah. which does make me a little nervous because also like for some reason on some of those stinker games that you mentioned with the Monte Adams, it was like like Mac Hollins having twenty point games, taking yeah. like taking That's shares random. away. He
1: did have a random good
0: game. Yes. Where it's like, what is happening here? Um, Now with Jacoby Myers there, like, I don't, I don't have Jacoby Myers on my, on my rankings. He's a good wide receiver. I had him, I think I, he was a waiver wire pickup last year. And yeah, like, I I don't know. Like, I think, I think Jacoby Myers is going to, is going to be ball hungry because I think he wants to take some of that time from, um, from Adams. But, yeah. I mean, based off of your drafting and Devontae Adams is there, you're like, okay, I've known what this guy is. Like, you know what Devontae Adams gives you.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. so it's – a plug. He would be hard to pass at that point.
1: A plug for another white receiver, um, Hunter Renfro. Uh, he might have a decent year if he's – Right. With Garoppolo. Totally space,
0: yeah. Back. Yeah, he was involved in a trade last year with you, right? Didn't you get rid of him last year?
1: I think I got him cuz I with thought with Damien Pierce cuz he was like a, he's like a PPR machine. He's kind of like how
0: yeah, slot
1: Amitola guy. And uh who is the Patriots Wes Walker? Yeah, Wes Walker but then the more re- Julian Edelman. Like PPR, Oh yeah. Just
0: beasts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um but yeah, I I agree. So number 6 for you.
0: Um Stefan Diggs.
1: Okay.
0: Literally in my notes. He's he's of duty buddies. Josh Allen like there's no thicker bond for Bros there's no no thicker bond um I know they had kind of like a weird entry into OTA but that's you what know I you know, know
1: about him it just feels like drama
0: really yeah but I mean he's gonna ball out and he's gonna get like I think Josh Allen just wants these Josh Allen just wants a ball yeah. and I think Diggs is gonna play because I think he really wants the Super Bowl and I think he likes like I mean he might it might be the drama thing He likes being an absolute stud out there because like you can't, you can't trash talk if you're bad. Yeah. He was a poor
1: receiver last year. So yeah, but he's still so good. So I definitely agree. I mean, I have him higher than you do. So I'll go over. Um, number six for me, DD lamb. And this is my elite tier. I think all six of these guys are really good. Um, he just has so much talent. He's so good at football. Uh and he is definitely Dak Prescott's favorite target. And yeah. I you just made a big trade today. So you talk about him cuz you have him higher. So when, yeah. we, when you go to him we'll talk about him. I just think he's so good. He gets so many targets. He gets so many points every single week. Like he's going to get you solid points every week. Like he's going to get you at least 15 he might get you 20 to 30. Yeah. That's what you want from your elite receiver. And I'm not buying this. Brandon Cooks is going to take all of his target stuff. Like he was still good with Amari Cooper a few years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I got him at seven. I mean, six, sorry. And then number five, I have Stefan Diggs. Everything that you said, um, if he would have fallen to me at number 11 in my other league, like I would have been extremely happy about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he is the best receiver in an explosive offense, and Josh Allen is his quarterback. Like you said, he had some rough years last year, but he's just solid. And Gabe Davis is the number two, and he's a number two. Like Stephon Diggs is the guy.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: All right, number five, go on your rant, boy.
0: Um. So I have I have Mr. Ceedee Lamb. So I'm I'm definitely high on him. Made a trade to acquire him. The biggest thing. For me, I think that helps him. And I'm always like, when you're thinking about like your stud, like wide receiver one, when you're drafting, you want to know that the quarterback situation is great. Right. And so I was looking at, I mean, target shares when Cooper rush played those four games last year, he still had 11, 8, and eight, as far as targets. That still is wide receiver one material. Like if he's catching all of these balls, like obviously, like he might have a few drops here and there and throw in a touchdown, like, it doesn't matter, even now that they have Trey Lance. Like, if Dak is not there for whatever reason, he should still be able to get his reps yeah, and get get everything that he needs. Not to mention, I mean, he's only 24. He's a great young wide receiver that I – I honestly – I don't know why, but I feel like he's he's slightly slept on. Um, but, I don't know. I think – I,
1: I, I got him for 11 in my PPR draft.
0: right. So oh,
1: like, and he was the number five wide receiver last year, and he's twenty
0: four. And honestly, I think having Cooks, I think is going to actually help him.
1: Yeah, less double coverage.
0: Yeah, like who else is there? Michael Gallup still like he's not going, he's not going to attract other DBs into his area. Yeah. So. All
1: right, number four. We both we got the same guy at number four.
0: Yeah, it's Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's. Literally, my notes is just cheetah gonna be cheetah. Like, he's just he's gonna absolutely burn you. There's nothing you can do. The only thing that you have to worry about is Tua making sure that he doesn't underthrow the ball or get knocked the frick out. Yeah, or give himself Tua hands. Um, oh my.
1: <laughs> um, we should mention too that this, these are your top four. This is your elite. Yeah. These are guys that you'd be happy if you're in a redraft getting at the number one pick if you want a receiver, any of these yep. guys. Yeah, yeah. Number four, Ty Tyree, kill speed kills, dude. He is he is so fast. He yeah. makes basketball look slow. If I ran, yeah. I would look like the slowest mother trucker on the planet. Do
0: you think you could do ten yards if he does thirty? Hell no. <laughs>
1: don't I <laughs> don't think so. I have.
0: I love I your I vulnerability.
1: And I weigh like way more than I ever did when I was actually athletic. So I'd probably – like a – I'd pull a Kevin Hart. Did you see that he raced Stefan Ridley and tore Yeah.
0: That
1: would be – I my saw game. that he was just that, like
0: in a wheelchair or something like that. Dude, I would be
1: in a wheelchair because my belly's bouncing around from sprinting to rip off. And yeah, he's just so good. He was the number two receiver receiver last year. I think that if Tua is healthy all year, he is going to have an amazing season. You cannot stop him. He runs past you. He gets screens. Um, so yeah number four number three i agree with you where if i had to choose my top four any four of these guys i would be like if they got cho- chosen number one overall in a redraft i mean like, okay that makes sense yeah number three i have cooper cup the main reason that he's not one for me is because he is just kind of injury prone he's had like two healthy years his whole his whole career yeah. but a couple of years showed he was like the first receiver ever to have A 400 point year um, two years ago I'm going to see what he did and this is the guy that you just traded and I'll let you talk about him when you get to him but he was the number 23 receiver last year and he missed half the year that's that's a little ridiculous Um, but yeah he's just when he's healthy he's amazing and as a Cardinals fan who's seen him he is always open somehow and Matt just stalks his ass
0: he does. He absolutely waiting does. for him to be
1: opened. I remember when I had Robert Woods a couple years ago, and then first game of the year, they're like, "Yeah, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup yes. are best friends." I was like,
0: "You texted what? all of us. You texted all of us in our league because you took, you <laughs> Robert took Robert Woods, Woods right at like six Cooper two. I yes, Robert you Woods took him. Right before. Yes, you took him at like six two, and I think I took, uh, Cup at like six four.
1: Yeah, was so, <laughs> they said that on the. Broadcast. I was like, that would have been nice to know that they went to <laughs> church. <laughs> Who do you have in number three?
0: Uh, number three, I have Jamar Chase. So the only thing about Jamar Chase is that, um, obviously, he he's fantastic. He is wow. so good. But the only thing is that there's T Higgins. Like T Higgins is a great number two wide receiver there. Like a great, and not even to mention Tyler Boyd is there who's a great number three wide receiver. So there's a lot of mouth to feed. Um, I don't know necessarily, and I could be completely wrong, but when I feel like when Joe Burrow is out there, I don't think he's always just looking for Jamar Chase. I think that there's probably times where he's just going through reads and is hitting whoever's open, right? I don't think that there's like that, like, DeAndre Hopkins thing where he's like, okay, I need to know where DeAndre Hopkins is at all times. I'm going to get him the rock regardless. You know what I mean? Like, force force the ball to Jamar Chase.
1: Yeah. The one thing I'll say, oh no, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, go ahead. You go, you go.
1: I'll I'll, I'll talk about him later because I have him at number one. So you go ahead and finish.
0: Well, that's, that's mainly it is that there's just a lot of mouths to feed. And I don't know, but like, I don't want to diminish him being number three. Like if he's there at number two, or yeah, like we said,
1: all these dudes, all one through four for us, like these are interchangeable. They're all amazing. But I I definitely get what you're saying. Like, Out of these top dudes, he's the one guy that has elite other receivers, like multiple other receivers that he has to compete with.
0: Right, yeah. All right, Um, number
1: two, we got the same person, so go for it.
0: So, Justin Jefferson, I mean, my notes, I mean, he's mad 99 for a reason. Um, The only thing is, like, Kirk Cousins is still there. I think Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. I like Kirk Cousins. Um, Who knows what Jordan Addison is going to be? I'm pretty high on him, having him in my – you know, top forty and everything. Um, they have you know T.J. Hawkinson there, who is gonna possibly you know take. Now he's gonna have a full year in this system. Um, but the dude is is he's nuts. He's absolutely nuts. Like he was just, it's gonna piss all the old school football fans. But he's just he is going to be grittying.
1: Imagine year. imagine creating a dance and making it like a global phenomenon. Well, I didn't create it, but imagine making it like a global phenomenon.
0: Like, even other players are doing it.
1: I can't even get my friends to do the stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. And he's got, like, random people, little kids doing stuff like that on Fortnite. So, yeah. yeah. um, I'm going to go over my top two then. because okay. So, I got Justin Jefferson at two as well, and I got Jamar Chase at one. I think that they are both so amazing. The main reason that I ended up going Jamar Chase, number one, is I just think that he's more consistent in what he's getting you. Um, Jamar Chase didn't have a single, a single season last year where he had less than 10 fantasy points. Jamar, Jamar, or Justin Jefferson had a few games where he had like a four point game and like a six point game, but he also had a multiple games where he was mid to high thirties. So I think that with the consistency of Jamar Chase, he's safer. And I just think he's so good. He missed five games last year and was still the number 11 receiver. So yeah. He's just like him and Burrow went to college together. He's looking for him. And Justin Jefferson's also amazing. He's just, he has more competition. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, my all right, little... number
1: one, the guy that you traded away today.
0: Yeah. Cooper Cup. If he, the big, I mean, it's if, like, if all these players on, are on an even playing field and stay healthy all year long, right? Cooper Cup had multiple, like over the last three years, have had multiple 30-point games and has absolutely demolished this league in PPR. Like, he's questionable, like you mentioned. I mean, what did, what did you say? It was he, he played half of last year and was still wide receiver 23. Like, that's bizarre to be able to have somebody that is just a PPR absolute beast. Like, who else is there? I know there's Tyler Higby, but it's like 2-2 Atwell. Here are his targets last
1: year. 13-11. He had a four against the Cardinals. Lockdown, baby. He did score. He did have 16 fantasy points still that game. Um, 19-10-8-12-9-5. Lockdown against the Cardinals again. What up? Um, So, basically, if he's not playing the Cardinals, he's elite. He had 14 receptions. 122 yards and 26.2 PPR fantasy points against the Niners, arguably the best defense in the league. So, yeah, I think that he's amazing, too. I, I Like we said, I don't think you can go wrong with those, that top four.
0: No. It,
1: you know, you could maybe uh, even do better um, yeah. than, the, than our rankings. Um, before we sign off on this episode, I do want to mention some of my deep sleepers and honorable mentions yeah um deep sleepers some names to keep out if you're in like a deep league um john mechie on the texans uh second round pick out of alabama last year didn't play last year because he was recovering from leukemia who is the texans receivers nico collins that's it so i think john mechie like who knows how he'll be at the beginning of the year it's basically his rookie year but he was one of alabama's best receivers Um, on a really good team. So someone to look out for Michael Wilson on the Cardinals. He is actually the other wide receiver on the Cardinals that you've been asking about. Um, He was a rookie out of Stanford. I have inside sources that say that he's just been dominating practices. (laughs) He just looks like a man is what I've been hearing. Uh, I think he's going to be a solid option because Cardinals should be bad. Zay Jones on the Jaguars had a career high in receiving yards last year. Donovan oh, wow. Peoples-Jones on the Browns, he's just a freak athlete. He's the number two receiver. He played pretty much every snap last year, so he's there. And then I also have Elijah Moore on the Browns. Slot guy, super shifty, could yep. get some yards. And then my honorable mentions in no order. I'm not going to explain these, just going to run through them. George Pickens, Jordan Addison, Trelon Burks, Juju Smith, my Jackson Smith and Jigba, Rondell Moore, Adam Thielen, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, OBJ, Quentin
0: Johnson, and Nico Collins. So yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Yeah, I mean, just to sum it all up, I mean it those top maybe ten, like when you're when you're in redraft, like if you're eight, like it, it all looks positionally so much different. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see how this. I'm. I'm very, very, very excited. The season to be over. You come to the ranch, Dre. We just listen to this episode and be like, dude, we talk about
1: how stupid we are.
0: So dumb. (laughs) We're so dumb. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. So, all right. Well, I think that's all I got, Dre. I'm. I'm tapped on wide receivers. We have our draft this week yeah um in our league which i'm very excited about let's see if we actually uh use any of this knowledge to our benefit drafting against each other
1: all right let's tell them what's coming up episode wise and let's sign off
0: what do you got what do we got for next week or next episode i should say
1: all right so yeah this episode is going to come out probably monday um, and then we are also going to release another episode on Wednesday or Thursday. We're actually going to analyze my 12-team PPR draft that I just did and kind of just go through the surprise picks, the sleeper picks, what my thought process was when I was picking, just stuff like that. Um, and then next week, we will be doing quarterback slash tight ends um, rankings before the season starts. And then... We'll have some more fun stuff coming up. So if you guys have any recommendations for things you want to see too, definitely let us know. We appreciate the support. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good amount of listens on our first episode. And this is just a lot of fun doing it. So yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So your draft that we're going to be reviewing is a 12-team, but it's also a keeper keeper league. The start, yeah. the very first year of a keeper league, which kind of has different mental implications while you're drafting too which is kind of a cool thing i don't know yeah and
1: we'll we'll go through all that when we go over the draft but it, it's like it'll be funny to like talk about what i was thinking when i was picking um but yeah so definitely be on the lookout for that
0: oh. all right brother well that's a wrap by receivers out later